0: Hello, hello, hello. Thank you all again for joining me for another week of Have Faith in God podcast. I trust that you have been blessed um, as we just come out of Resurrection Week. And we praise God for the life, death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For without the shedding of his blood, there would be no remission of sin and we would be lost forever. But praise be to God that he willingly laid down his life, God up and all powers in his hand. And today we are saved and bound for glory to live eternally with him. Amen. My endeavor for this podcast is to be transparent, to give real life stories and examples of how God works and moves in our everyday life. Yes, we can read from Genesis to Revelation of how he moved in their life and in their time, but he's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. And he's still moving. He's still speaking, still performing miracles, still healing and raising the dead today. So we want to share in these episodes that you listen to of how he's still encouraging us today. Amen. So this week's episode will be a little more intimate and personal and may not be for some. Um, They may not find an interest in this week's topic. But how many of you know that God is concerned about the intricate parts of our life that we try to keep private, personal, and hidden? He wants to be a part of every area. And if he is Lord over your life, then he should be, right? Well, let me share with you my personal so that you can feel free to go to God with yours. Growing up, I didn't always feel so pretty. I didn't grow up in a home where my dad called me princess or made me feel like the most beautiful girl in the world. In fact, I was never told that. I always kind of considered myself the oddball. So as you can imagine, I grew up with complexes, not feeling good enough i would i won't say that my self esteem was low because i had a strong self talk game <laughs> once i overcame the voices in my head that said opposite to what i believed about myself and what god said about me and let me throw this in real quick sometimes you have to encourage yourself people may never validate compliment or accept you or your calling. So you have to encourage yourself in the Lord as David did in first Samuel 30 and six, after his people were debating on killing him. But let's get back to us. Um, I think the majority of people, whether single married or in a relationship have gone through times where they may have felt unloved, unappreciated, unattractive, or whatever the case may be, perhaps even felt some form of self-doubt about themselves or the situation. What I began to see as the years went by is that what we see about ourselves is not always what others see. I may see unattractive while someone else sees beautiful. I may see not good enough while another might see overqualified. I may see flat feet (laughs) while someone else sees pretty toes. But you get my point, right? So here I am, a few months shy of being 50 years old, and I've never been married, and never really had the kind of relationship I desired or imagined I would as a little girl. So imagine how that could make a person feel in a moment of weak thinking. It can make you question yourself, your life, your purpose, your situation, and everything that goes along with who you are. All right, let me bring you closer to home, give you a, give you a scenario or an example. I remember a situation with a person whom I was dating at the time. And I was just playing around, being silly as I do from time to time. And I said something very innocent, thinking his response would be silly, you know, in return and say something like, okay, yeah, well, when I feel better, because at the time his arm was hurting him. But on the contrary, there was no response and a look that said, I'm not doing nothing. (laughs) That look brought back feelings of not good enough, not pretty enough, and not worthy of this simple, playful request. And as I walked out the door, I had this big question mark in my mind. As I was driving along and, you know, on my way home, I began to talk with the Lord about it because it bothered me. But as we do, we just try to shrug things off and not make a big deal But inside, I will admit that I was troubled. However, the next day, as I concluded my morning prayer, I opened my Bible to hear what God's message was for me. And people of God, this is what I mean when I say God is concerned about every area of your life. I hadn't even prayed about what occurred the night before, because I just wanted to shrug it off and not overthink it. But as my mother used to tell me, if you feel that something is wrong, then it is. And God knew what was in my heart and the struggles that I had faced in times past and still mildly deal with today. So when I opened my Bible, I was in the book of Song of Solomon, chapter four. <laughs> and when I saw that, I said, mm, "Nah, this can't be for me to read because this is a love story whether it be about Christ in the church or a man and a woman. But this isn't what I want to read today. And I I was really saying this to myself. But I quickly changed that thought process and began to read because there has never been a time that I've opened my Bible and it's not what I needed. As I began to read chapter four, I was smiling from ear to ear. And even at some points hollered out and said, go ahead, Solomon. The way he talked about that woman, how beautiful she was and how much he loved everything about her. From her neck to her hair, the way she smelled her lips. He loved her so until he didn't see her flaws. His love for her covered her flaws and blemishes. So let me tell you. Whomever you might be, man or woman, whatever you have experienced in life with regard to relationships, disappointments, setbacks, broken heart, betrayal, or even your own thoughts, thinking that you may never get married or that there's no one out here for you. God has someone for you that will love you just like you are and everything about you. And I speak to, to, I speak to and encourage myself first. Now, I'm not saying that you don't need to clean up your life and prepare, right? Because God isn't just going to give his best to someone who's unappreciative and careless. Reading this chapter to me was God's way of letting me know that he heard me. He sees me. He feels me and he understands. He wants us to have faith in him about our future. He has the best for us. And we have to trust him with that area of our life, just like we do all the other areas. I know it's hard because we want who we want. We're grown and we make our own decisions, right? (laughs) But he knows what's best for us. He wants us to be confident in who we are, what we are, whose we are, and how we are. And he has that someone for you that will be supportive of it all. Love covers a multitude of sins, mistakes, flaws, and shortcomings. Have faith in God. He hasn't forgotten about you or me. I wanted to share this today because as it it encouraged me that day and lifted me, I know that it will do the same for another who might be going through the same. There's no better encouragement for the soul than the word of God. Amen. Be encouraged. Let us pray. Father in heaven, in the name of Jesus, you see us right where we are. Help us to keep our minds stayed on you and you promise to keep us in perfect peace. Help us to keep your kingdom first and all these things that we desire for this life will be added. Bring right relationships into our life. Give us back the time that the enemy has stolen away or that we wasted being unproductive in your kingdom. Help us to live righteous, upright lives before you. And promise to give us the, and you promise to give us the desires of our heart. Heal broken hearts, broken relationships, mend wounded spirits and emotions. You said that marriage is honorable. And for those that desire that, feel their longing. Thank you, Lord. Help us to forget those things which are behind us and to press forward to those things which are ahead. Lift up our bowed-down heads, restore smiles and brighten countenances. Teach us to walk by faith, to trust in you and to obey your word, always giving you honor, glory and praise in everything we do. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, I trust that this message has been a blessing and encouragement to you. And if you know someone that might need to hear it, share it with them. In these days and times, we could all use a bit of uplift. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast on whichever platform you use so that you will be notified as soon as a new one hits the wire. Again, thank you for listening. And until next time, stay safe and be blessed.